0: Good morning, everybody. We are GFBS. We're Grand Forks' best source at a health and wellness day today. Karma Hansen from Safe Kids Grand Forks will be joining us on the show here shortly. Show today brought to you by the Grand Forks Food Truck Festival. Cannot wait. Next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. State's biggest food event operator. Well, they've decided to bring the flavor to Greater Grand Forks. It'll be right here out of the Grand Cities Mall parking lot. 14 food vendors, non-food vendors. Beer Garden, sponsored by Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. Kind of like Oktoberfest. I <laughs> can't wait. It's going to be a different food truck competition every day. Sweet Tooth Taste Test on Friday. Saturday, it's the Make and Bacon Challenge. And the Best of Oktoberfest on Sunday. Now, what that means is most of the food trucks will produce a German-inspired beer-based entry. And it's all for your foodie's delight masks highly recommended disposable designer masks as well as hand sanitizer will be available bring your lawn chairs be ready for it three days of food fun mark it down september 25th 26th 27th grand forks food truck festival at the parking lot of the grand cities mall and we will be there all right as we get rolling with the show time now for our daily segment called jokes my neighbor tells me and uh paul the producer i know he's gonna love this one Uh, Jokes my neighbor tells me, why do ducks have tail feathers? Why do ducks have tail feathers? To cover their butt
1: quacks.
0: (laughs) That was good. That wasn't bad. Karma, what would you think? I would say
2: it was better than the joke you had last time I was on the show.
0: (laughs) I don't even remember that one, but I'm sure it was a doozy. Uh, By the way, if you have any questions uh, for Karma Hansen with Safe Kids of Grand Forks, call us up. 701-213-0863. And uh, by the way, we're now on Amazon Music. You can tell your smart speaker to play GFBS podcast, and bam, it is right there. Carbot, we love having you on the show. You have always got so much to talk about. Safe Kids Grand Forks, there's a lot of things coming up, going on now. How about we start with Child Passenger Safety Week? Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, so thanks for having us on the show. We always enjoy coming in and visiting with you and your listeners and sharing the messages that we have. You know, Safe Kids, we deal with um, children under age 19, but it's not just the kids that we want the messaging to go to. It's the parents, the caregivers, the grandparents, the child care providers, the neighbors, Mm -hmm. you know, really everybody in our community. So we thank you for being a partner of ours and helping to get these messages out. Um, Next week is National Child Passenger Safety Week. It is a week that is held uh, annually in September to draw attention to kids in motor vehicles and just Mm -hmm. safety around that topic. And, you know, we could have three shows a day on child passenger safety related topics and never really cover everything. Uh, You know, we're led to believe that you just go to Walmart or Target or Sears or Pennies or go to Amazon and you buy a car seat and you just plop it in the car. And it's not really that easy. Right. And so those of us that are what are called certified child passenger safety technicians, we're trained for four days on how to use the seat based on the age and the weight of the child and the type of vehicle. Uh, and then there, uh, there are specific nuances to each of the different seats. And so, uh, we are here with our expertise to share that with parents and four out of five car seats are used wrong. And so no. we want parents and caregivers to not feel bad if there's is, that's what we're here for and we want to help. And so This week uh, that's coming up next week, Child Passenger Safety Week, I'm going to pull up on my phone here because we have an incredible amount of checkup events that are going on in the community and around the region. Okay. Uh, As you know, we host our monthly Rydell events that are the second Thursday of the month from 4 to 7. But uh, during Child Passenger Safety Week and a lot of times during the warmer weather of the summer, we host a lot of events at other locations outside. Here's what we have for a lineup next week. On Monday, we're going to be at Warren at the Warren Covenant Church from 9 to noon. Then that afternoon on Monday, we're going to be at the Randy Fenley State Farm Insurance Agency. That is located right across from the Grand Forks Post Office from okay. 4 to yep. 6. So if you're picking your kids up from school or childcare or you need to run through the post office or whatever, um, it'll be... Uh, in a in a very convenient south end location that you can just drive in and get mm. your that, that's um, right by seat. Wonder Years, isn't it? It is by Wonder Years. Yep. Okay. And right by the post office, kinda of Buffalo by Buffalo Wild Wings. Um uh, then on Tuesday, and we're gonna talk about this in a minute, I know on your show is our medication take back event. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing that on Tuesday and Two of those hours from 10 a.m. until noon, we're going to have a car seat checkup event at that venue, uh, which is at the Hugo's Perkins parking lot right on Columbia Road. Oh, sure. Yep. We'll be checking car seats. Uh, Then that same day, we get back in the van and we're headed up to Park River where we are going to be at uh, the Sunshine Kids Center from 3.30 to 6.30. Then on the 24th, we're headed to my hometown of Macville, where we're going to be at the Nelson County Health System Child Care Center from three to six o'clock. And that uh, some of these are by appointment only. So I'm going to direct your listeners to our website or to our Facebook page where each of these events have their own event created. Mm -hmm. And it will tell you on that page, whether you just drive up and you don't need an appointment or whether there's a specific number to call to get scheduled, uh, so that we can help to try to socially distance people and know sure. how many technicians we need. And then we're even flowing into the following week where we're going to be at East Grand Forks Head Start on the 28th from two to five. And on the 30th, we're going to be motoring over to Faustin and we're going to be at their fire and rescue building from four to seven. So I think we have, let me see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven events in the next week that oh, are related to car right. seats.
0: You know, and when we talk about car seats, it's garbage pickup week in Grand Forks, and I've noticed car seats on the berm. And, and, and right, uh, you know, a lot of people think, oh, look at that. But the reason it's on the berm is because, and I did not know this until talking with you, uh, Car seats expire.
2: They do. Um, we try to encourage people to not put them out on the berm for a couple reasons. Number one, uh, if somebody takes that, and 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 I'm a nurse, and I've been called sometimes to the hospital, or we see them at our checkup events, where somebody has a car seat that uh, they've taken apart to launder, and they try to put it back together, and they can't get it back together. Mm-hmm. There's parts missing or things like that, and they call us. And was like, where'd you get the seat? Well, I saw it out by a dumpster. Or I got it on the berm during garbage cleanup week couple things. Number one, they do expire. Number two, it's dangerous to use if you don't know that crash history on that seat. So that seat very well could have been in a crash. Right. Um, It could be recalled. Um, There are lots of car seats that are on recall lists. You don't know why that person is throwing that seat out. And so we would recommend that they not be used. Mm -hmm. If you don't know the history, we would recommend that people not put them out on the berm. Now, what do you do with them? Two things. Um, we collect car seats at our office. Uh, we are located in the lower level of the Altru Clinic in East Grand Forks and, that building is open from seven in the morning till seven at night, Monday through Friday. Uh, people can come into the Altru Clinic. Um, they do need to wear a mask now during COVID, mm-hmm. but uh, go down to the lower level. And right as you get off the elevator, there's a—it's like a hang tag system that's on the wall, and it says there's like a tag that says "recycle" or a loaner seat that's yep. being returned. You take the tag and you set it in the car seat and just put it down there, and we will recycle those seats. Uh, the other thing that's going on right now, which is kind of exciting is uh, Target has started sponsoring a car seat uh, turn-in or trade-in event every spring and fall where you can take it to Target, to the customer service area. Uh, You put your car seat in and you get a coupon for 20% off a baby product. So another car seat, a plate kind of stroller. Um, And then they ship those away and Mm -hmm. have them recycled as well.
0: And you know, a lot of people, they might have good intentions thinking they're going to put their car seat out of the burr because there's people, let's face it, that go and they drive around. I mean, looking for refurbished, stuff or whatever, but you might have the good intentions and thinking, well, this could go to a family who really needs it, but it might not be the thing to do. And, yeah. you know, and if it's really that bad, during the garbage pickup week, you can go out to the dump and dump anything you want for free. So, right. you know, if you think it's that bad, don't put it out on the berm for somebody else to come and pick it up. And if you do think it's still worth using, uh, well, then do what Karma said, because uh, you you don't want to compromise your kids.
2: Right, or give it to somebody that you know, if you give it to an, uh, a sister or brother or a niece or a neighbor or somebody that mm-hmm. you can have that very candid conversation of, you know, hey, John, has this seat been in a crash? Or mm-hmm. do you know if there's any recalls? And if you say, no, it's not. Well, you know, I, I we trust each there's other. There's a starting right? point anyway. Right. Uh, but if you just pick it up or you go to a garage sale and you buy it, you know, somebody may be interested in collecting the $20 they're going to get for the seat and not really caring about whether it's Mm-hmm. Safe for proper use right. or whatever. So, and if people um, in our community have difficulty with affording a seat, I will say there's a lot of resources available. Uh, we at Safe Kids take calls every day on that topic, uh, where uh, they really can't afford a seat, and we will help them. There are um, a variety of screening things. We'll ask them, like for example, if they're in TANF, uh, we will um, we can bill TANF for it. It's a temporary aid for needy families. Um, if they're from Minnesota, we have some free seats that the state has given us that we can give to them. Mm -hmm. Um, If they're from um, Grand Forks or Polk County, uh, the Grand Forks United Way has given us a very generous grant where we can provide them with a, a seat if they can't afford one. So I would, just highly encourage you to not use a secondhand seat where you cannot ascertain what that crash history is, but instead give us a call. Um, if you do feel like you need to dispose of your seat and you can't get it to Target or you can't get it to our office, what we tell people to do is to, you know, take all the padding off and throw that away one week, throw the car seat away next oh, week sure. so that they're not yeah. like yeah. put out in its like And you can complete fit those in
0: your dumpster too. Right. And
1: if you see one on the curb, I mean, you could just pick it up, take it to Target and get your 20% coupon.
2: Yep, and we have had people who have done that. Oh yeah. So, um, or oh. they'll pick, or they'll call my office and say, "Oh, there's a seat," and they'll give me the address, and we'll try to get somebody over to pick it up. But sure, yeah.
0: Um, you know, I never thought of this. Uh, say you get pulled over uh, by the police, uh, and you have a, a child seat in the back. Do they? Can they check? Is it easy to look at a child seat to see if it is expired, if it's legal or illegal? And do they ever do that? Do they write warnings? Do they give tickets? Or, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people, they might not even realize that these seats do have an expiration date.
2: Yeah, that's right. Uh, they they do have an expiration date. And if if it's not marked right on the label of the seat, Then it's six years from the date of manufacture. Okay. Some seats, however, are less than that, and some are actually longer than that. Mm -hmm. For example, there are some seats uh, that it's called an all-in-one, or it might be called a four-in-one, or a variety of names, where they go from five pounds to 100 pounds, or five to 120. They're made to go for you know facing backwards, facing forward, taking the harness out and using it as a booster seat. Some of those have a seven-, eight-, nine-, ten-year expiration. So every seat is different. Now, is that easy for a long? enforcement officer to see it's it's not Mm -hmm. actually uh sometimes it's on the side of the seat but more often than not it's on the underside oh sure and that if that seat is strapped into the car and so you can't readily see it now that being said if if a police officer is a technician they would know how to take the seat out where to look for that mm-hmm. and to help them reinstall it um, maybe if they're a technician it, there are certain seats i can look at in a car and i'm like that's expired because they haven't made that right. seat for the last 15 years kind of a thing but it, to be honest it's not easy to tell that
0: you know maybe they should give like a, a card with these seats something you keep in your glove box along with your proof of insurance and registration and all that Uh, where they could match serial numbers without having to pull it out. And, and, you know, just a thought.
2: What we actually recommend at our car seat checkup events is to take the instruction manual that comes with that seat and write, the make, model number, and manufacture date on the instruction manual. And some of them, the companies actually put a sticker on that. Mm-hmm. If they don't, we have them write it on their instruction manual and keep that in their glove box with their, you know, vehicle insurance and registration. And, yeah, do you think that they would just come manual. up with
1: like a QR scan code on them. So, you know, you could just go right up to it and scan it with your phone. Yeah. And it would tell you all the information about it.
2: Interestingly enough, there are QR codes on the side of some car seats now, but it doesn't take you to that information what it takes you to is actually the instruction manual or an instructional video on how to install it. But yeah, they have started uh, implementing QR code technology onto the sides of seats.
0: I can't believe how much I'm learning about car seats.
1: I can't <laughs> believe that they don't have QR codes for that already on them. Yeah. I mean, wow. if I came up with it, you'd think somebody with half of a brain would have figured it out before <laughs> me. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, if a law enforcement officer does stop somebody, you know, they can ask, you know, they, you know, where'd you get the seat is, you know, is it your seat? Is it secondhand? You know, something like Mm -hmm. that. Um, Have you ever had your seat inspected? To be honest, and I probably should, you know, be a little careful how I say this as a as a as a law enforcement officer going up to a vehicle, Mm -hmm. I would be more worried about them looking to see, is the kid harnessed in? Does the seat look like it's in tightly? Mm -hmm. Um, I would rather have an expired seat used correctly than a seat where, you know, I was driving the other day down the road and there was a kid and literally um, I could see the head and then all of a sudden the head went down and the feet went up to the ceiling of the car. It was a little kid. There was no way that kid could have been harnessed in that seat and did what they did. So whether they were in an expired seat or not, I I was more concerned about the fact that the kid wasn't obviously strapped in tightly. And so those are some of the things that, you know, we want to encourage our law enforcement Mm -hmm. officers to be looking for.
1: The biggest thing I have a problem with is trying to figure out where that thing goes on the chest.
2: Oh, I got it easy. It's easy. Think about, um, in a crash, there's going to be pressure put on the harness and on that harness retainer clip, that clip is designed to hold your harness straps together. So you want it up high. If you've got it down low across the abdomen, the child can fly right out of those harnesses. Sure. So you want it up to hold it together. Like right the, 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 sternum other, and- the other reason, yep, you, you put it on the, the center of the breastbone or the sternum. We say nipple line or armpit level. And the reason you do that is because it puts it on that hard bone mm-hmm. rather da- than down on soft tummy tissue. Oh, okay. And then once you get it there, uh, that harness should be tight so that you can't pinch that webbing. Um, no more than one finger should fit under that harness. Um, at the collar, bone level. And the reason you do that is, uh, you want, um, so say this is my child and and this is my seat. You want the child and the seat to move together in a crash, particularly if they're facing backwards because the child is going to get thrown in a backwards direction. You want that seat to lift with them so that they have support along their head, neck, and spine. Um, if you think about the anatomy of a young child, Mm -hmm when a baby is born, their head is about a third of their weight. So it's their head and then their torsos, another third, and then their lower body. As we get older, our head takes up a smaller proportion of our body. But when we're little, that head is disproportionately large. It's very heavy compared to the rest of the body weight. And they don't have strong um, head and neck muscles. Mm -hmm. And so,
1: so you're, um, you're like a, you're like a big kid.
0: I was going to say that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Seen this head lately. (laughs)
2: Yeah. So, so we want that seat and that child to move together. So they have that almost like a spine board on them. Right. So that tightness of that harness is, is one of the misuses we see. And that would be one of the things that we would be checking at our car seat checkup events. Okay. okay. You, said,
1: you said one finger. Cause I always worry that I'm going to get it too tight and like cut off and make it so the kid can't breathe.
2: No, they'll be fine.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right. Be fine.
2: The other misuse we commonly see and we look for a lot is the seat being in too loosely. And the other one that's very common is when you turn a seat around and forward face it, there's a strap that goes up and over the top of the seat and it hooks onto a hook that's sometimes on the floor of the vehicle. Sometimes it's in the back window of like a sedan. Um, it could be on the base of the, the vehicle seat that that you hook up what's called a top tether. And a tether is used in race cars. You know, mm-hmm. They have a, a, a tether that holds their head and neck and, yep. and provides them support. And we oftentimes see those tethers not being used. Um, you don't use them when they're facing backwards, but when people forward face that seat, they don't realize they need to hook it up. Mm-hmm. And um, that not being used can be a sign uh, or, a, or a, a cause for injury sure. um, in those kids. So a lot of things we look at when you come into those checkup events and Again, we don't want parents or caregivers to feel bad, like, "Oh, I know I'm using my seat wrong, or oh, my seat's dirty, or my car's dirty." I don't want to go; I'd be embarrassed. We're used to those kind of things, and we're there to help. We're not there to judge. People are busy, you know.
0: It's not like you're going to drive around. Yeah.
1: Just one quick question before you move on here. Um, So, I have a pickup, and that top tether. I don't think that there's a thing to attach it in
0: a in a pickup.
2: There actually is.
0: Uh Uh-oh. All right. We're going to learn some more here. And
2: and depending on what brand of pickup you have is going to depend on where it is. Sometimes it's actually along the side by where the door is. And sometimes it's a rubber loop or a fabric loop that's up in the back window. The way you hook it up though is a little bit different in pickups usually. In a car, you take the tether and you go over the seat and you hook it usually directly behind where the seat is at. Mm-hmm. In a pickup, um, because it's your, your vehicle seat is up against the back wall of the pickup, you can't get in there and pull it tight. So typically what you do is you take that top tether, you feed it through the rubber loop or a fabric loop that's right behind the vehicle and you hook it on another fabric loop that's across the back of the pickup, and that's so that you can pull it tight. But you hook it first through the one that's right behind the seat so that when you're hooking it to the one that's next to it, you're not tipping the uh, car seat sideways, that the one that's directly behind it is holding it into that kind of straight-up position. Oh, I'll
0: have to check that out.
2: Yeah, look in your instruction manual, but they should have it in there.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, Tuesday, medication take-back event. Tell us about it.
2: Yeah, so we do three of those a year. All True Health System, the Grand Forks Sheriff's Department, and Safe Kids host these events. And, you know, we talked about City Cleanup Week. We're kind of in this mode of clean out your closets and your house and your garage and your shed and under your deck and all that stuff. We're encouraging people this weekend to go through their medicine cabinets, their backpacks their purses or travel bags, and think about getting rid of any medications that are either expired because medications mm-hmm. expire also or that they're not using anymore. Maybe they had a surgery and they don't need the pain pills anymore no. or they've had a loved one that passed away or maybe your doctor adjusted your blood pressure medication and you're on a different dose or strength or something like that. And and clean out those Places where you keep your medications and bring them into our take back event on Tuesday. Uh, it will be held in the Perkins Hugo's parking lot complex on Columbia Road from 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. And it's a drive up, drop off event. So you simply drive in, open your window, we will have sheriff department and a pharmacist and safe kids people there that'll take those medications from you. And then we, uh, they're taken to Fargo and incinerated down there. Uh, so you can leave them in their original container. You can leave your name on it. You don't need to take off any identifying information. We don't go through that. And it's the better way to get rid of meds, um, instead of just throwing them in the garbage or putting them down Mm -hmm. the toilet where they get into the water supply and sure. that kind
0: of or thing. or on the curb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's here's another good reason. Um, my neighbor has a dog that's fairly young, and uh, so my mother-in-law once in a while will take a bag of garbage and put it out on the deck so I can, whoever walks it out to the dumpster. But occasionally the dog has gotten into the garbage, and you would hate to see that dog laying there because he got into yeah. some old medication that uh, we should have disposed of properly,
2: yeah, and you know medications they 're in our home and they 're there to help with our diseases or our pain or whatever our ailment is, and and so we look at them as being helpful what a lot of people don't understand is that medications are actually the number one cause of poisoning in children nowadays. Yeah. It's not cleaning products or bathroom products. And so those medications in the home, while they're there to be helpful, they can also be very dangerous and poisonous to children. And so, you know, you think about gasoline or you think about a kitchen cleaner, we would never consider putting that in a spot where a kid could get into mm-hmm. it. And yet we keep bottles of vitamins by our kitchen counter or on our bedside stand or our bathroom counter or in a kitchen window or whatever. And, that medication needs to be looked at as a poison. Mm -hmm. And so if we think of it in that way, we'll either get rid of it if we're not using it or we'll store it safely. So when you're thinking about storage, we say up and out of reach and out of sight. Now, what does that mean? It could mean behind a closed cupboard door. It could mean um, in a locked box. Mm -hmm. We have locked boxes that you can purchase at our office to store them in. It could mean putting cabinet locks on something. Um, Somewhere where you know kids or little ones aren't going to see it. And when you think about medications you know we have a a game at our office where we have two little plastic containers side by side and in one we put a pill and in the other one we put a piece of candy Mm -hmm. and they look exactly identical like we have an iron pill and we have a mini m&m and the kids can't tell the difference there's many adults who can't tell the difference right and so they're bright colorful they're intriguing and then we do things like we make gummy vitamins where Mm -hmm. we make them to look like the little candy teddy bears right and so kids are intrigued by those things mm-hmm. and kids learn about their environment by putting things in their mouth. Sure. And so when they find a pill on the floor or a box with, Little fun, little trapdoors on it, and they get into it. That thing that could be helpful for you or me as an adult can all of a sudden become very dangerous for mm-hmm. a child whose metabolism is different, right? And their weight is very yep. different.
0: And and let's face it, kids learn a lot by association. Oh yeah. So if they see mom and dad or older brother or sister opening up this little pill box and taking, maybe they need to take something every day. The kids are going to learn that by watching. And there's no reason. To have medication in your house If you're not using it Or if it's expired
1: Yeah, we that's right We just always right. try to get Our fl- Flintstone vitamins And eat them like candy Oh,
0: yeah, yeah
2: Well, yeah And and then, you know We make them look like Little fruit snacks Or gummy vitamins Or little characters You talked about Flintstones Well, I mean it, it It's confusing for kids That why can't I have that But yet Vitamins, well They can be helpful for you To take one or two a day They have iron in them And you can become iron toxic So, mm-hmm. so you know Things like that can be dangerous And, um we, uh at that event on Tuesday, we'll talk about, you know, we make the drive-up option available, but we also want to let the community be aware that um, there are medication, permanent medication take-back drop-off locations. Um, our North Dakota Attorney General, Wayne Stenjum, started this program many years ago. It started out in eight communities across the state, and there were eight drop-off sites. It's now grown because they've expanded it from just being in law enforcement agencies to now being um, in pharmaceuticals. Across the state, so I believe there's like 80 to 90 different sites across the state uh, where you could go in and on a, on a any time they're open, drop those medications in. It's almost like a mailbox. Um, or again, original container, you can have the names on it, um, and those will be incinerated. So bring them to the event Tuesday. Uh, drop them off at a permanent drop box site. Uh, the other option would be is if you're not near those, uh, rather than just putting them in the garbage, we say to take like a Ziploc bag, pour the pills, liquid meds, whatever it is in there, add some coffee grounds or kitty litter or sawdust and then some water and kind of mix it all oh, together sure. so that it's not in its original mm-hmm. form and mm-hmm. you can't get in there and get that. Um, but last, what you don't want to do is just put them out in the pill container in the garbage or put them down the toilet and get into the water system.
0: Okay, so the uh, the medication take-back event is Tuesday, and where and what time again?
2: Yep, it's from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., and it is in the Hugo's Perkins Complex right across from uh, All True Health System on Columbia Road. And uh, at that, we'll take pills, patches, creams, ointments, liquids, pet meds, whatever you've got.
0: Okay. Uh, And we're going to talk about National Farm Safety Week here in just a minute. But if uh, you've been putting off that remodel or maybe an addition or something new around your house long enough, well, there's when you get a hold of executive properties. They'll get it done right. They do all types of commercial and residential work. I mean, they do everything. Uh, Maybe you need a new kitchen or some bathroom work, doors, siding, concrete, cabinets, trim tile. I think you get it. These guys can do every bit of it, all right? They'll take the time to listen to what you want done, and then they're going to do it the right way. With over 30 years' experience, let Barry Romo and his crew take care of you. Uh, They offer some great senior and referral discounts. Uh, They're willing to work with any budget, and winter is coming. I hate to say it, but uh, they do snow removal too. Uh, For all your general contractor needs, call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273, or you can check out their website, uh, www.executiveproperties.org, and uh, make sure you check out the reviews too. They've got a ton of great reviews on Facebook and Google. It's because they do good work. I know these guys personally. Uh, They're awesome, man. Executive Properties, your one-stop company that can do it all for you. Uh, Back with Karma Hansen from Safe Kids Grand Forks National Farm Safety Week. Is that next week?
2: It is. It uh, starts on the 20th and it goes through the 26th. And certainly in our part of the country, we are a very Mm -hmm. agricultural-based community and region. And, you know... Uh, farming is a very dangerous industry. Yes, uh, It is uh, always every year ranks up there as one of the most dangerous. And certainly it is our way of life. Um, my dad was a farmer, owned a farm implement business. My father-in-law was. I now have a son-in-law who's a farmer. It is our way of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, um, we need to be aware of the safety issues issues on a farm and ways that we can help to create a little bit safer environment. So um, next week is a week that's set aside to draw attention to some of those things. Uh, So uh, Progressive Ag is a company that we work with uh, that does a lot in the area of education. And they are doing a lot of really fun things next week. Um, Normally this would be the time of year where safe kids would be hosting um, farm safety camps. Mm -hmm. And because of COVID and some of the changes with schools not doing field trips, um, we're not doing that this year. But Progressive Ag is having some virtual uh, um, a- a farm safety camps. And if you go to our website, you'll be able to see where you can go online and sign up uh, for those. It's a two-hour time, uh, and I think it's an afternoon and maybe a, a morning session uh, that would be a great ways for kids to learn about some of those dangers. Um, we also have got some videos that we'll be posting on there about things like PTO shafts and oh, yeah. how dangerous they Ogres are. And,
0: Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, small grain harvest is pretty much done around here. Uh, so the auger thing, but corn is still out there. Sunflowers still where they're going to be using augers. They're going to be using the PTO shafts. Uh, we got beet harvest. It's busiest time of the year for farmers right now. So uh, that's something else to take note of. Um, I want to know a little bit about the Safe Kids Grand Forks newsletter.
2: Yeah. So we put out a newsletter. We do a summer, winter, spring, and fall. And then we do in February, a special uh, child passenger safety edition one. And uh, those uh, come out. You can go to our website, which is safekidsgf.com. And on the right-hand side, you can click on a link and sign up for our newsletter. So when we publish it, you will get notified of that. And it's filled with a whole bunch of topics. Some of them are ones that you're going to go, oh yeah, I knew that. And some of them will be ones that you're like, oh my gosh, I never realized that like this was even a danger. Mm -hmm. For example, if I said, You know, John, tell me about the dangers of high powered magnets to kids.
0: Oh, to adults. (laughs) I know.
2: (laughs) You know, maybe you know that it's an issue. Maybe Mm -hmm. you don't know that it's an issue. Um, What about, you know, what do you know about button batteries and the dangers of those, right? So some of them are topics that you're like, oh my gosh, I never even thought about that. And some of them are going to be topics that maybe you're very aware of. So in our newsletter, we talk about those kind of things, what Mm -hmm. should be on your radar. Um, We advertise upcoming events. Um, We talk about great resources that are available uh, within our community or state. Uh, And so our newsletter is just top full of what we think is good stuff. Yeah, Um, That email will be sent out to people who are signed up to get it when we publish it. But the other thing is, is you can always go to our website and across the top, there are some little bubbles. And one of the bubbles um, says news. And if you click on the news, you'll be able to get to all of our past newsletters on there filled with lots of good stuff.
0: All right. You uh, also I see have a foster parent child care provider series coming up or is it still, is it going on now or coming up?
2: It is. So we have formed a partnership with the Grand Forks County social services, uh, the the people that do foster parent uh, placement and, and training of foster parents. And we are going to be doing a, it's going to be a monthly training uh, via Zoom, free of charge. Um, these providers need to have continuing ed credits every year, and oftentimes they have to pay for it or they have to travel to a location to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be doing it online. So, you know, grab your cup of coffee and your pajamas and join us on a Saturday morning or, you know, you're uh, sitting in your pajamas in the evening or whatever you choose to do. Uh, we are uh, making it super easy. Uh, we did one last week weekend on safe sleep. Uh, we have one coming up next week. It's an evening one from six 30 to seven 30. And that one is going to be on child passenger safety related topics. And then a couple weeks later, we're going to be hosting one on medication safety. Uh, they can find those events on our Facebook page on our website. Uh, and they just, they do need to sign up because there, that was, is what we'll send them the zoom link. Mm-hmm. And then we also send them the handouts that we use in our PowerPoint presentation. Now, while this was set up for foster care parents to get them their continuing ed, mm-hmm. it is going to be topics that would be relevant to any parent, expectant parent, grandparent, anybody. So anybody can join us for those. Um, we're not limited to how many people can be on the Zoom call. So the more people we have, the merrier. So uh, people can find out about that, again, Facebook or our website. And okay. again, topics that um, we'll, we'll present for an hour and we'll have time for question and answers on
0: those. All right, school's back on, uh, for most kids anyway. Uh, Now, you guys do like a helmet give out at schools, but is that a little different now because of the whole COVID-19 thing?
2: It is. Uh, We have a program called Safety on Wheels that we partner with the fabulous, I mean, just the great group, the Grand Forks Optimist Club and Mm -hmm. and Safe Kids have been doing this for... Almost 30 years, and what happens is in the fall, we go into every third-grade classroom in Grand Forks Public Schools, uh, and Safe Kids does the head injury presentation, and we distribute the bike helmets. Mm -hmm. Then about a week or two later, the Grand Forks Optimists come in, and they set up a bike rodeo in the parking
0: lot. Oh, okay.
2: So we never really usually see each other cuz we're always kind of a, we're a week ahead of them. So this is the time we'd be doing Grand Forks public schools in the spring we do our regional schools and our private schools. Uh, Because the schools are not having outside guests come in, we're going to be changing our safety on wheels format a little bit this year. We're working right now with the third grade teachers, and we're going to be doing the presentation via a Zoom format in the classrooms. And then what we're going to do is set up venues across the community where we will have our van that's full of bike helmets where parents can come by to pick up their helmets uh, because we are getting calls from people saying, how can I get my kid a new helmet? I know you normally give them out in the school. How can I get them? So we're working on the logistics and the dates and times of those events. So I would say watch our website and Facebook page for that again also uh, because we want to make those helmets readily available and easy to get.
0: Okay. Um, I want to know what is Social Media Star? (laughs)
2: Yeah. So, um, we just applied for a grant that first international bank is giving out and they, uh, are giving away $25,000. There's a variety of grants that they're doing, uh, to nonprofits and we applied, uh, to support the programming and the work that we do. And they'll pick a grand prize winner, but they're also having a social media contest as part of that. And so it's a way to promote our organization and then promote uh, first international bank support of organizations. And so if you go to first international bank, uh, Facebook page uh, you will see all of the nonprofits that have put in an application okay uh, if you find safe kids which it's a bunch of kids holding some pedestrian signs by our van uh, you click on that and whoever whatever agency has the most likes comments shares uh, kind of traffic on their picture or on their entry uh, can will be chosen as a social media star uh, oh. and receive a, a grant from uh, first International Bank
0: very cool yeah not, Voting cool.
2: goes until next. I think it's the twenty third, so next Wednesday um, evening. Okay. And so we're trying to drive people to go to our page. Um, you can either get to it from First International Banks, or you can go to our Facebook page, and we've got a link to uh, directly to that Facebook page on First International Bank. So we're grateful to them for supporting the communities in which they, you know, have businesses, and and we hope people will go to a Safe Kids page and like, comment, share, help us out. Yeah.
1: Um, Maybe we should try to get on that because we're technically a nonprofit business.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We are. Uh, When when you talk about um, helping you out, uh, I'm sure Safe Kids, it's got to be hard for you guys to find money to do all these marvelous things that you do. I'm sure you're underfunded. Um, How could somebody donate if they want to help Safe Kids of Grand Forks? Can it be done?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, interesting enough, uh, you know, this is We've we've been in existence for 28 years, and 2 Health System has been our lead agency, and they have been incredibly generous. They've sure. spent millions of dollars to support our operational efforts over the last 28 years. That being said, this is a really difficult time in the healthcare industry yes. all across the country. You know, as as we've had to shut down, you know, mm-hmm. you know, hospitals across the country were asked to shut down some of their business pieces that were the for-profit parts in an effort to try to preserve PPE and, um, you know, be able to, um, respond to COVID and that kind of thing. So that being said, there are coalitions who are run out of health Systems that are saying this is really tough for us to support all of the operational costs. Altru has asked us, you know, they know that we're a community owned coalition. This isn't about Altru. Yes, they've been very generous over the years to, to provide support, but they also are um, saying, is there a way that the community can step up and help with some of the operational costs of our, of the work that we do? And so we're going to be um, entering into a fundraising um, period of time here between now and the end of the year. Year to help try to find other partners who really care about kids mm-hmm. who can come to yeah. us with a pledge or a commitment and say hey I'm willing to give you know a thousand dollars a year for five years or I you know I'm willing to give you know this amount and any dollar amount whether it's fifty dollars a year or five thousand or ten thousand dollars a year it it's all appreciated and and they can do that by contacting me at my office and I can help them with how to best do that and come on as a supporter of our work. Um, we'll have name and business opportunity logos to go on some of our, our events that we do, our website and our Facebook and things like that. Um, so they can contact me at my office, uh, 701-739-1591 is my cell phone, or, uh, they can always go to, uh, our, um, to our our webpage, and there's our address would be listed on there. They can send in a check. Um, if they have credit card, they can contact me, and we can take that card. We can get them connected. Um, we are a 501c3 under All True, and so any donations are tax-deductible, and uh, we appreciate any support that public or individuals are able to provide us in our efforts.
0: Okay, that number again, 701-739-1591. Is that correct?
2: That's correct. That's my cell phone. I'll answer it.
0: All right, we were talking earlier about the fact that you could probably come on the show three, four days a week. Uh, <laughs> there's so much stuff going on with Safe Kids at Grand Forks, but um, what, what I want to do is I want to have you back soon uh, because, let's face it, fall, Halloween, a uh, whole different round of safety issues there, and then, of course, winter. Yep. Uh, who knows, Halloween and winter might be on the same day this year, right. but you never know. But uh, will you come back and we'll we'll talk about the fall and the Halloween and winter safety and Absolutely. all of that stuff too?
2: Yep. October is uh, SIDS Awareness Month. It's also Fire Prevention Month. A lot of topics coming up in October. Uh, so, yeah, there's always something. You know, if you go to our webpage uh, and look under our safety topics, you'll see that we cover probably 30 to 35 different risk areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we our goal is to be a credible, respected source of information to help make being a mom or dad or grandma or grandpa a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. There's so much information coming at people, you know, whether it's via social media or blogs or TV or, you know, whatever. And you never know what you can trust. And
0: you know what? Maybe you're a teenager and you want to start babysitting for the neighbors or or kids like that. I mean, we all did it growing up. I mean, that's how I made my spending money as a kid was babysitting. But you might as well be safe and know what you're doing and and you guys are just a, a marvelous deal uh safe kids grand Forks Paul do we have uh, any questions or comments from the phone
1: uh no just uh no comments um, just uh thanks for watching Zach William um, Wade Daryl Charles everybody else uh also I was trying the you said the this fir- it was for first National Bank yes and was it the website first or?
2: first international
1: oh first international yep and was it was at the website or the uh, uh, Facebook? their Facebook page mm-hmm I'm trying to get on yep. here now. So and I if can... you
2: actually go to our Safe Kids Grand Forks page, we have a link right to our page on the First International Bank page. Oh. Cuz when you get there, I don't know, there's maybe 150 mm-hmm. different nonprofits sure. and you have to kind of scroll through all the pictures, but if you go to our Facebook page, um, we posted a direct link to First International Bank's uh, page.
1: Perfect. Okay, where is it? So, I want to we want to get you some props here.
2: Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll get you right there, right here. Look at here. And it's uh it's got the um well, see here I am messing with
1: your phone, but (laughs) I'm
2: stuck in the picture. You can get back to the wording and the link is right there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and if we could so I just like that then? Yeah,
2: so go on and like it, maybe add a comment, um share it to the GFBS page and say, Hey, go out and like safe kids and comment on this post and uh, be their biggest cheerleader. All right. Yeah.
1: We'll, we'll get you hooked up here.
2: Perfect. That's great.
0: <laughs> All right. Karma Hansen, Save Kids, Grand Forks, thank you again. Um, I absolutely love having you on the show. Um, I, you know, I think I know a lot of stuff, but it's pretty obvious that I do not know a lot of stuff. Uh, anyway, there you go. And uh, folks, we want you to become a Podbean Premium subscriber. Chance for you to win some great stuff. We got some more prizes coming up here soon. You go to your Play Store, you download Podbean, you search GFBS, hit follow, you buy premium, and you are all set. And oh, by the way, we are now on Amazon Music. Just so tell your smart speaker to play GFBS Podcast. Special thanks today to Valvoline Instant Oil Change for bringing you this awesome show on Friday. If you need an oil change fast, well, then you need to go to Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Grand Forks. Basically, no wait time. You could even sit in your vehicle while they change your oil. Or maybe you want to do a little shopping. They do more than that, too. Cabin air filter, check your fluids, wiper blades, your head and tail lights, battery, rotate your tires. You could do tranny and coolant flushes, and you don't need an appointment. Timely service. It definitely will not slow you down while you sit in your vehicle. Mention gfps you'll get an additional seven dollar savings on your oil change too and if you can't leave work and you live in grand forks how about this they'll come and pick your vehicle up locally owned and operated open seven days a week and fast valvoline instant oil change 3325 south 38th street or call 701-780-8462 and uh, make sure you tell them grand forks best source sent you yeah, all right Well, on Monday, Kim Greendahl, head of the Greenway in Grand Forks, East Grand Forks, will be on the show. Love the Greenway, and I'm sure most of you do too, so uh, stay tuned for that. Make sure you like us, you share us, and you tag us. Have a great weekend, everybody. We're Grand Forks Best Source, giving Grand Forks an identity again. Every hour, every day. Every step.